welcome to the freaking awesome podcast it's monday january 3rd 2022 oh yeah 2022 yeah it <laughs> oh, is yeah uh, i'm benjamin abaya and first and foremost on behalf of everyone here we would like to wish all our listeners and patrons a happy new year may this year bring happiness and new exciting endeavors uh with that said joining me today you can find them on io i believe that's the name mm-hmm. of the city io as they oh. enjoy strawberry fields and you can find them on youtube on their video game series called date night john and Audrey abaya hello hello i was really confused i was like io does that mean like ya like an adult the, uh, the matrix confused. city yeah the, the, uh, the non the zion. reality city yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the zion 2 yeah yeah they could have just called it zion 2 anyway <laughs> uh also joining us he is the creator of the million dollar underwear zine Oh, Zine. Zine. <laughs> and officially our designated guest when it comes to Warner Brothers Films on HBO Max streaming service, Joel Barber. Hey. Welcome back, Joel. How are you and the, the, this uh, this new year? Guess. Um, I'm, I'm doing good. Uh, I'm hoping that this year brings us uh, quality, exciting uh, films that we can see safely in a theater or our or home of our cho- choosing. I don't know if uh, Warner Brothers did they renew the whole HBO Max. I don't deal? think so. Oh. Um, what I heard is they're gonna do this forty-five. What's it? Either forty or forty-five day plan, where after because I think this it's gonna be the Batman. After forty-five days in theaters, you can watch it on HBO Max. So about a month and a half. Yeah, that's not it's bad. It's similar to like uh, like Disney, Disney plus? almost like the I, I, maybe plus it's a little bit longer. Like two three yeah, months yeah. though. <laughs> well, I, I think because uh, I'm gonna pronounce it wrong. Shang Chi, Shang Chi, um, Shang Chi. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I need somebody to shoot me some bail here. <laughs> um, that I think that did so well. Disney was like, "What's the point?" Um, we're just gonna keep putting them out, and I think was an Enchanto or Encanto that had originally had been planned to be an at-home release, and then they're just like, "Look, uh, we can still make some money off of this," and because uh, yeah, I do. Remember. I think it was in theaters for like a month, and then it was on Disney Plus. I don't even think it did the forty-five days. Yeah, same. Yeah, I think you're right because you can watch that right now on Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're new to the podcast, we usually discuss what we watch, listen, played, or read throughout the week, and we end it with a main discussion. This, this week's main discussion is Matrix Resurrection, and that's actually what we have on the table in this episode. We're not going to do any weekly roundups or trailer talk, so let's just get it, you know, in discussing this week's main discussion, The Matrix Resurrection. <laughs> When she's 10 feet. It happens when they sh- Why use old code to mirror something new? Maybe this isn't the story we think it is. That is a clip of The Matrix Resurrection, directed and co-written by Lana Wachowski, uh, starring Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, Yaya Abdul-Mati II, Jessica Henwick, Jonathan Graff, and Neil Patrick Harris. There's other people I don't want to mention that gives a cameo. Uh, no, it's not Will Smith. Anyway. What? Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> what? 
Oh, we'll refer back to that later. Okay, good. So I guess yeah, come back around because I don't understand. Um, but anyway, the plot synopsis of this film from IMDb. Return to a world of two realities, one, everyday life, the other, what lies behind it, to find out if his reality is reconstruct to truly know himself. Minister Anderson will have to choose to follow the white rabbit once more. Mm. I will ask our guest, Joe Barber, um, do you have an, like, an affin- affinity of this franchise? And uh, what's your thoughts about the fourth film of the series? We can spoil this too. I'm just wondering. Oh, so uh, we'll do the we'll do non spoilers. We'll, so I just want your re- initial reaction first. All right. Um, my um, my initial reaction is that it's a very flawed film. Um, it, it I will say for a big budget film of this uh, stature, it does take a lot of chances. And a lot of them don't pay off. Um, and I I think maybe in like two, three years, I'll think back and go, hey, you made a chance. And that's like a big thing. But like right now, I'm just sitting here going, I didn't I didn't hate this. I can't say I enjoyed this uh, as as like I should have. Um, and I'll explain that in a minute. But it's definitely a film it's definitely made by uh is it lena liana uh lana wachowski she she definitely has a vision um i'm not sure that the vision is for me or that i fully understand the vision but you look at it and you definitely see that this is made by someone who has even while working in a big budget studio has a, a has carte blanche to make whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Um, the first Matrix, it, it was one of the films that inspired me to to like get into film school or like at least to apply to film school. Oh, that's cool. Um, it really like 1999. A lot of those films like Fight Fincher's uh, Fight Club and uh, The Matrix. And I'm thinking there's probably something else I'm thinking of right now that once we're done, it'll pop in my head. Um, (laughs) Were like these films that I was just like, boom, they had also when the DVD player came, those were like the first few films that my family got. So I was watching them all the time and then I watched all the back uh, behind the scenes stuff Mm. and the audio commentaries where I was really, it was like, this is one I want to do. And this is a film that I, I walked out of the theater just like, My mind had been blown (laughs) by what I had seen. I had not seen anything like it. And little did I know that for the next 20 years, I'd be seeing a lot like it. But um, that's, I mean, that's to its own testament of how much of it it was an influence on a generation or generations of people. Um, So I have a special place in my heart for the first film. And the other ones, not so much. Not so much. <laughs> you, you you enjoy the idea, but now it's been kind of, what is it? The bloom is off the rose a little bit. It's been replicated, yeah, re- replicated I, too much. Well, I wish that was like, I know they con- like they spent too much time commenting on its influence yeah, in, the, they did in this film. But that's not even what took the bloom off the rose. I think the first film is a well-constructed idea between two siblings and anybody else who worked on it and the other ones. And I wish I could say this about the rest of any of the films in the rest of this franchise, they aren't cash grabs, 
but they almost feel like they should be mm-hmm. that they spent mm. too much time saying like look how smart we are look what books we um, read look with this 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 and this and i'm like but you didn't spend enough time putting a good story in and yeah. fundamentally because i don't watch the i didn't watch the matrix for i didn't come out of that going is this an analogy for jesus and i, um, I will say this i went to some church camps where i got my head talked off about neo's jesus and i'm really? like really yeah yeah like oh, the actual boy. matrix that that like was... the matrix like it's a metaphor because he's his name is neo but he's turned around it's the one the <laughs> one is jesus and i was like please just let me go oh god i, would, I remember hearing those same conversations when yeah. the first one came out yeah yeah but i i didn't know that it went so much into religious religiousness where they're like see like this is this is us yeah, we're, we're, well, we're we're penetrating now the zeitgeist into popular culture and now we're gonna I, you know I think a lot of it has to come from what the particularly like the names of certain characters called yes. Zion, Trinity. Yeah, I guess. Well, yeah, 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 I guess. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe I think that's where people were connecting all those uh, for religious. But content. to me, yeah, if but... it's so out there in the front, then that's obviously not not obviously it's not trying to be it. But it feels like. Yeah, almost I like feel a, like mm. looking back, I think they use those terms because those are terms that people know familiar yeah. Yeah, familiar wise to connect with a broader idea of like not just religious ideas, but uh, go on, Joel, if you have anything else. Yeah. So it, it's that, that I think those, especially two and three and to an extent, well, the back later half of this movie is just them or the, them going like, I think they bought into their own hype of having people tell them how deep this was. And as time has gone on, I have a lot, I've, met a lot of people in the LGBT community and I've learned that they view the matrix as a metaphor for the trans experience. Mm -hmm. And I rewatched it when um, Emily Vanderworth had put out like an essay and she's been on a few podcasts and brought it up. So I was like, let me rewatch this under this guise and I'm not trans. So I didn't see it. And, but a lot of people who really liked uh, this new movie uh, in this community are really all about that and pointing it out. I'm like, I can't see it. I, I feel like I don't want to write this franchise off, but ultimately I am because store store narrative wise, it just isn't doing anything for me, but I feel like you could make hours and hours and hours worth of YouTube, um, like essay content on this film alone and what it's trying to say from a commercial point and what it's trying to say from, maybe a religious point or a trans experience point. I, I don't like writing this off because I feel like there's a lot of stuff there and I don't, but at the same time, I don't think the the people who created it really knew what they're doing. I think they probably just went, that sounds cool or I have an idea of this here or we're not going to really put a lot of time and effort into it. I think it feels like a lot of dorm room pot philosophy. And, yeah, it, uh, yeah, it wasn't, I, I, I think I've swore I've heard one of the 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 Wachowski say that like looking back, yeah, it is kind of about their trans experience. But I I swear when they said that when the initially it really wasn't because they weren't living that at that point. It was there, just like how all the other subconscious ideas and stuff that popped through the, into the film. But I don't think it truly is one or the other. You know, a trans or religious or whatever those experiences are. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I was going to reference the 
or I was going to show the title of the, the, the piece that you were talking about by Emily Vanderwerf. Vanderwerf. Uh, it's on Vox. It's uh, how the Matrix universalize a trans experience and help me accept my own. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll link it to the show's notes if anyone else want to read that, too. Um, is there any other things you want to say? Last ah, time? no, I'm, I'm ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> He's ready to go. Mm. Uh, how about you, Audrey? Uh, do you have any? I mean, I think we were in high school, sort of, when this movie came I out. I think so. so. Wait, what year did the first film? Was it uh, Freshman. Because it freshman I, I, the re- reason why I remember it's Freshman because I was in band. And then people were talking about the mummy the same time. Oh, and then <laughs> for Brendan, the, there was a person that was like loved the Matrix in that classroom, and he's like, "The mummy's trash. Brendan Brendan Fraser's what? trash. <laughs> if you want like a real action movie, you should watch the Matrix. It will open your mind like that. Open your of, mind. It was literally like arguing. And then uh, she was like the person that she was uh, he was arguing with she just loves brendan fraser <laughs> like i don't know what you're doing are they arguing with you or you're overhearing this overhearing all oh, okay. it. but a lot of, like he was heightened about the whole matrix i at the time i was never like i never sort uh sought out for movies so i didn't really know what was the matrix or the mummy at the time yeah i only watched it at dvds both of them like when they came out on dvds and yeah i cannot remember if we saw this in the theater or not it, it would have been a time when I would have would have been going to the theater, but it wouldn't have been with my core um, friend group. It must have been with like my family if I did go, because I don't think any of the girls were into these type of things. Um, I okay, so I know John, you just recently revisited. Oh um, yeah, all I watched all of them from last year, and you've seen the side content. Yes, right. Yes. I haven't seen any of the side content besides just walking by the TV or something, and it's he on. also. Uh, watch the video games right yeah yeah. Uh, that's every side content i try to get my hands on yeah um when it came out initially i thought it was cool you know bullet time was cool everybody's in um not leather what is that called leather latex it's leather man is it leather is it leather leather. okay i didn't know if it was leather or that other the other um Flutter. No pleather here. No, 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 no. Like that, um, you know, when people wear the gimp suits and stuff, what is that called? That's not leather. Uh, bondage gear? Yeah. No, but there's another word. Not latex. What is it? Is it latex? BDS. No, no, no I know what no, it is. Uh, I know. I am saying the actual material. PC, oh, okay. Uh, what's it? Is it P, uh, PVC or something like that? Yeah, I don't... it's PVC piping. They have a bunch of PVC piping. Yeah. <laughs> but... Hey, I'm trying not to wrap myself out on this. Like, <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. I'm not going to mention anything. All right. All right. It's all right, guys. Um, yeah, like I remember that being cool and like um, everybody, I don't know, was this the dawn of people wearing sunglasses indoors or did they, or is this a comment on it? Because I feel like that was like a thing, like I after. Think Matrix push a lot of fashion sensibility. Right, yeah. <laughs> big, big old boots, big old foofs, you know, things yeah. like that. Slick back hair. You would uh, say some of it went to like the goth culture at the time. Kind of. Some an, of it. An underground, an underground, yeah, underground subculture, yeah. you know, being yeah. able to come into the forefront. Yeah. Um, I I thought it was a cool story. I Again, at that time in my life, I wasn't um, into the LGBT uh, QI plus community as much as I am now. So I didn't I didn't see any of those type of allegories or anything. I'm sure I saw the religious aspect of it. I what, saw the what, most religious aspect. Yeah. What, whether I actually understood it or somebody said and I go oh yeah I, I can see that now that you mention it um but oh. I enjoyed them I honestly I think the first one I can probably remember very um more detailed but the other two they kind of blend in I know he 
he dies. There's a big, you know, it's a lot of green stuff. He turns into the Matrix or whatever, you know, <laughs> that's what I feel like. Um, but uh, this, this, it's, uh, I mean, I, I, I liked it. But if I never saw any of the other Matrixes or this one again, I, I, I would be fine. I, you know, <laughs> um, that's, you know. <laughs> It was, it was, it was cool, you know, I, but I wasn't really into when this first came out, I wasn't really into film and the way things are made and like the background and appreciate how much people put into it as much as I am into now. So looking back, I enjoyed it in that sense. But in the beginning, it was just, you know, bullets. An action and, movie. Kind of. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what I'm trying to get. And like, I really wasn't into action films then, or I don't think now. No, no. We don't really watch that much. <laughs> yeah. But it's cool. Like I understand why it's cool, and I appreciate people who are like really into it. But I didn't go buy a leather jacket or nothing afterwards. <laughs> but you know, what about you? Josh? I will say, uh, the Matrix and Blade, the first Blade movie. Yes. Oh. Uh, if you saw that, I, I want to say it's ninety eight or ninety nine. That seems like I feel like there's a certain amount of kids in our generation who saw those two movies who got their at home starter goth kits mm-hmm. from that. Yes. Yeah. Like if you weren't. Because I I was I have a friend who's in the goth community and uh, I was telling her, I was like let me guess you were you, you the Matrix or Blade Two or the first Blade movie is what got you into this. Uh... <laughs> she goes yes. <laughs> yeah, they were like probably like almost the exact same time they came out. Probably Blade was a little bit earlier, but I just remember I know for sure I watched Blade in the theaters, but I don't think I watched the original Matrix in theaters. Yeah. Um, how about you, John? What's your thoughts? Of the movie or just overall? Over- overall, yeah. overall, the franchise and then this movie. Oh, yeah. So like Audrey mentioned, I've recently just rewatched and um, just got, uh, what you call absorbed. absorbed all the content. And you watched this with your children, yes, right? Yes, yeah. So yeah. he, Lennox, watched it with my oldest. He liked it. He, it, it, Some of the themes are far out there, but he li- really liked the yeah, action Yes, so I think some things, a lot of things went over his yeah. head, but... Because I think there were time, there were times when you had to like. I think we were watching the fourth film that he was like, "Wait, what's this?" And you're like, "No, remember blah blah blah." And he's like, "What? I don't remember that." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but we also with him, we also watched like the Animatrix and stuff. And he really likes Animatrix, especially the parts where they explain how the Matrix was created and how like there was mm. a war and whatnot. Uh, he thought so. He going in. He thought that would be like more of that too in this movie. There wasn't. Um, <laughs> there wasn't. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I, I like four, but similar is it's very like it's out there and there's some there's there's a, a, a aspect of it that I don't like and it's just they really like I can't tell right now <laughs> it's just it's um they're trying until to be we too get meta. To spoilers yeah yeah until yeah. we <laughs> get some spoilers but I like it and I like the message behind it. Of, of the film i think i get the message of it i'm not even sure <laughs> about it but similar to audrey if they didn't make this like i will be fine just watching the other ones and whatnot uh this didn't feel like it should have been made or like the idea was there but i don't know there's like something with wb like the actual warner brothers there's like a weird theme returning like, to this yeah, they want to be super meta no they want to be yeah well like space jam too and, and like meta, this one like, yeah, yeah. is it all the stuff is like uh, like they're just reaching in with all their properties and trying to find something that's like we can talk about this in this film i don't know it just felt very off-putting in certain aspects of it or? yeah well yeah that but it's also like without spoiling it, it just felt like very like 
just out there like the, the idea of it but also like i get it like i get what they're going for mm-hmm. and but there are parts there especially like there's a after credit scene i don't know why it's there but it's just like every movie needs after oh, yeah, credits yeah. now yeah. but like this is like like one of those mcu after credit scenes like that doesn't really need to be there but they just did it because they wanted to do it it's i just, think it was supposed to be just a, a funny bit yeah funny bit yeah yeah, yeah. uh I can't wait to read like articles about like this is what the Matrix really was about. I I, st- I didn't really read it going into before going to, uh you know talking about this because I just wanted like same here yeah, I haven't fresh, read anything like, take on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I like it. But there are like many stuff that's just like I didn't like really. They dragged on. Too they drag on and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um. Do you have anything else sad? No. Uh, spoilers. Well, j- also John watched it twice. Oh yeah, I did watch it. Watch it twice. Yes. Wow. Because I need to understand it more. <laughs> okay. Wow. That's, man, that's, that's what five hours of this movie. That's five yeah. hours altogether. Yeah. Um, nice. the, the, the second time I was in like hundred percent paying attention because I knew like oh yeah this is that scene this is this scene it's mostly it's towards the half last half exposition uh, scenes. Yes, 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 yes. Same here. Hey, I, there's something I want to cut in really quickly because John brought up this point about like warner brothers movies going in and being <laughs> meta and i think because someone had brought this up when um uh christopher nolan was like i'm leaving because i don't want to work for a streaming service that no one likes um no. someone had said that like warner brothers pretty much gives you like a, a ton of like hey man we here's the here's your budget and go make this movie that they give you a lot of creative freedom and i think that these two projects where people were going, why do we need a sequel for this? That this creative team felt it was necessary to put that hat, like, you know, put a light on that, uh, turn that light switch on or whatever the, the term is right now. I can't think shine of, a light of on. like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Shine the light on like, Hey, does this need to exist? And in space jams case, no, yeah, um, no. <laughs> no, it didn't. no, not at all. But I think the first time they do the meta thing where it's Keanu Reeves and the the, the guy when we get in, the the new guy who's the name the Agent Smith guy because mm-hmm. I'm uh, Jonathan Graff's character. Okay, I don't know Thank what you. his name is actually in the in the movie. Actually, that it's, um, Smith. it's just Smith. It's Smith. So yeah, when okay. Smith goes, "Hey, we got to come back and make another Matrix game," our parent company <laughs> Warner Brothers is like going to make us do it with or without. I was like, that's perfect. You've done everything you need to do. You don't need to give me the scenes with the dude in development. Um, I actually liked that scene when he said that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, because it, it caught me off guard. I was I was paying attention, but I I was looking down and he said Warner Brothers. And I was like, oh, shit, what? The? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that um, everything else kind of doesn't work. But I, I'm seeing that Warner Brothers is the studio that goes, hey, man, we need this product. We need we need a Space Jam because Space Jam sells stuff we need matrix we need another matrix movie because matrix still sells um I, there's probably does it another sell? like does it like is there anybody here who's like still like streaming or buying matrixy stuff is there stuff or buying to buy? leather yeah clothes <laughs> i i mean leather is never going out of style um, <laughs> uh but i i know there are people who buy a lot of space jam stuff like yeah yeah i mean i went to target this past week and i still saw a bunch of matrix oh, no, Mate- uh, oh wait jam. you said matrix space jam stuff space jam yeah, yeah, yeah. like that i there that has to be some sort of audience for it or they wouldn't have this big budget film that 
it's gonna like that's gonna fail at the box office but i i'm i guess me putting on my uh warner brothers hbo max uh jacket here for a second (laughs) it really does feel like they are a studio that will give you the creative freedom you may have to end up making a movie you don't want to make but you'll have that creative freedom so i have to give warner brothers at least a a tip of the cap like i Mm -hmm. I don't it's I feel weird capping for a big budget studio that's made some terrible decisions. In the like last... good for you, corporation. <laughs> yeah, like I don't want to be that guy. But before anyone like drags their name through the mud, I'm like, we they did give this. They gave a trans director a multi budget film to make a movie that I don't quite understand that will relate to a community of people that I'm glad exist. Like that's this true. film, yeah, that's it's nice. going to connect whoever who hope it's all positive that the people it connects with but if it does connect to these people yeah you, they're not getting a, like a trans woman a trans person isn't getting this so you yeah. have to give them some credit there yeah and th- now with that said we're gonna rip this thing apart aren't we oh, yep, no. yep. <laughs> uh really really quick uh my thoughts really quick uh so for the most part I don't dislike the film I don't know if that says anything <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah but I hold it I think what Joel said this, I hold in the same regards as the sequels in a way, Reloaded and Revolutions. Like, did those films have like fascinating and fascinating like ideas and concepts? They do. But were they necessary? I don't think they were that necessary mm-hmm. in, the, in the long run, especially like in the hindsight, like looking back at everything. I don't think I don't think I look back like at Reloaded and Revolutions and then, oh, this is cool. But like, more like the matrix concept was more co- uh, cooler than uh the sequels but they're overall they weren't awful like ultimately they're not awful awful to me i think no we, yeah yeah nothing's yeah, awful but i think they have concepts and ideas that i like and i and even action scenes i like yeah. and, like the freeway action yeah. scene and reloaded mm. was well, they like built like a freeway for that yeah scene. yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Like, that's uh, insane no one would do that now <laughs> but like with lana and her co-writers what they try to do in this like we keep on saying like the meta and like them deconstructing like the original film and it's like cultural relevance i think they did like halfway there i don't think they went full and if, if anything the things that they're trying to say i think we've been discussing things like that with other films and other you know with books and everything where they 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 took that concept and probably did it better in a way um but yeah, uh, I say, so I don't want to, yeah, I, I will actually want to mention everything else in spoilers, but uh, yeah, I think they tried to like deconstruct their own concepts. And I think it kind of felt flat in a way because like Joe said, they kind of were like uh, infatuated with like nostalgia and technology at the same time. So I think that's what it ultimately comes down to. Like it tried to say something, but it didn't at the same time. So um but yeah that's my overall thoughts at the moment i i will mention everything else in spoilers so uh three two one go so if you're, yeah so if you're <laughs> listening i'll probably give us 20 minutes or so of spoilers and this is these are the spider spoilers oh yeah that's what we call them. <laughs> that's what we call them. yes we so have we have are... weekly roundup uh trailer talk <laughs> in spider yeah oh yes. yeah 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 <laughs> kills me uh, every time yeah. <laughs> uh so here are the spider spoilers So I'm going to start with Joel. 
what what do you what do you want to spoil uh, that you you want to bring up? Um, the I I I hate the French character, the dude, the the meta, I hated him in the, the first movie. Is his name is Merv? There's a French this. character. The, the Mer, Mar, Mar, the Marvarian, yeah. the Merv, the yeah. <laughs> Like I thought he was a pompous ass, and I think that was the point in in the oh the, the guy movie. the 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 crazy guy that was like look at me like yeah a, a bum, the, the Miro bum? Virginian the, yeah. the original one was he in the other film yep he was in yeah part two yeah he was in the, oh, I don't he's remember. like yeah. one of the one of the many one of the handful of cameos yeah, yeah in oh, this film I guess so I I hated that and then I hated at the end it's like I'm supposed to get a spinoff franchise and I was like shut up. Stop with the meta ness. I hated you before. This is whack. This is like, I, um, it's not even a memorable. Like, I mean, he, we remember him, but he's not like a memorable character in the franchise, too. Like, no, I would, it's yeah. he feels like the only one who signed on to come back. Yes, like, yes, Aww. that's what it feels that's like. Sad. That's what it. That's yeah. and maybe that's a meta commentary in itself. But I was like, this is bad. <laughs> um, I, man, I, I don't. There isn't a like a major plot point. That I was like, oh well, I, I'm so. I, I feel How about let's way, start. But, actually, let's start with this. What do you think were cool concepts, even though um, if they, they didn't develop develop it well enough? What do you thought were cool? Cool, because yeah. I, I, this movie's just left me so like mixed <laughs> yeah, yeah. feelings. Because no. I, uh, I have a handful of them too that were cool to me. I will say this: I the the second half of this film feels very fan fictiony and. Mm. I, I I don't know if that's a bad a good or bad thing, but I really thought I like Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann Moss. I, I this movie really like was like, hey man, I miss seeing her on my screen. Um, yeah, you know, like that. her post Matrix stuff has been super hit or miss. I thought she was great in this. I liked you give me a romantic comedy or a drama with Keanu Reeves and Moss, yeah. and I will be there in a hazmat suit in a theater uh to see it uh if it isn't coming on yeah yeah that i was like i give me this the scene where they're in the coffee shop just talking about like her finding out about the video game i was like feed me this more and more as and then when they get both when they both get powers and they're flying in the air and we have the little convo with neil patrick harris at the end i was like "Mm, even though this is the most fan fiction part of it all I will gladly watch these two fly around and be, you know, be the ones. Um, I mean, even to the point they could get matching like couples outfits and I'd be like, (laughs) yeah, fine. Even though I hate that in real life. Um, You know, it's funny that you once you were talking about like them in the coffee shop and then a movie came to mind and I would like to see this movie. Why did you combine like before midnight with Matrix and call it before Matrix and you just have these two walking around <laughs> talking? <laughs> Pump it in my veins. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just all like them just like telling each other jokes and just having a good old time in the Matrix. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, so I mean that's what I really enjoyed. Um the only thing I really liked about the third movie was the scene where Neo was in the train station talking with the family and they're like i'm a banking this and my wife's that and our daughter has free will and i it's the only thing i enjoyed for that movie i I occasionally watch that screen that scene on youtube um throughout the years so to bring that character back was really cool for me yes yeah um beyond that 
there wasn't a lot to that I say like the action scenes really didn't do it for me this time and I wonder if this was shot during the pandemic it was where, I think it was okay right? the last half was definitely shot I know they started before the pandemic but then, like, certain, like they had to stop. I think the and end of the movie was in the, before the pandemic, right? The, Where they were jumping off the building? Yeah. And yes. I remember there were shots in San Francisco. Right. They, they yeah. actually, they like, filming. shot that, like, practically with helicopters and stuff. I was like, yes. wow. Everybody's yeah. on strings. Insane that they're doing this. Yeah. It looks practical. Yeah. It doesn't look, yeah. Because to me, that felt, like, very pandemic. Like, we can't have all this space. Yep. Or maybe because this is the franchise that got me into, like, filmmaking, I'm like... Yeah, y'all are cheating. Like, they, yeah. you don't have that many people. So I, I, so I was like, maybe it's because of pandemic. Um, I I will say uh, I did like uh, Yaya. Um, the, Abdul Mateen. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought he was great in this. Um, but at the same time, I did feel like he was doing, and I guess because he is Morpheus, he is doing a Lawrence uh, Fishburne impersonation. Felt like a cosplayer. Yeah, it felt like that. Um, But at the same time, I enjoy seeing this dude on my screen. Yeah, and I hope he gets a a run of the. He's in a drama, then he's in an action movie, then he's in this. He might show up in a comedy. Uh, I want him to like fill my screens for like to the point where I'm like, dude, I'm kind of tired of seeing you. So I'm pleasant. Like I was pleasantly because I didn't watch Sense Eight, and I have a feeling a lot of the cast came from that that the cast was really good but fundamentally this movie has problems yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, i didn't really get a chance to to really enjoy it as much as i probably as i'm talking about I'm like well i didn't enjoy that or whatever but for the most part it's a flop film <laughs> how about uh audrey uh, we're gonna start with like the pros i guess you could say the pros, like, is there anything the, the yeah. pros um the pros the pros um, I do I do think that the Keanu and Carrie Ann have a really good chemistry now thinking back when you guys are describing it more often. It's like, yeah, that was enjoyable, enjoyable parts. They're seeing them and they're um, a connection that you truly believed. And I think in the in the rest of the movie, when you saw those those two characters or any other characters interact, I don't think there was because they have the benefit of what, 20 years of knowing yes. each other oh, and doing yeah. this film. Yeah. Nobody else. I think nobody else. Right. There's literally nobody else. Yeah, I think. I think there's literally nobody no else who they've. I think I don't character think, and actor wise. Yes. Yes. They, they I, I don't think they've, yet. and I don't know how if they've even acted with any of the other people in this film. I didn't feel any real chemistry. I didn't feel like, oh yeah, we're back in the game. We're back in the game, you know, sort of thing. And so I think maybe that was kind of a little, a little bit off because we had two people who were so strong together, and then everybody else was just, oh, we're here now. Yeah, I think that makes sense because you have characters like Neil Patrick Harris's character Mm -hmm. who are very self-referential, like to the old. Yeah, he felt like he was in a different film. Yes, no, but he's like the architectural guy. No, yeah, yeah. no, he was doing a good. I mean, he was acting well. Yeah, he can act, but I felt like it. It wasn't a good connection. He was. I mean, maybe that's the whole point. He's. I think he's he's supposed to be He's supposed to be pompous, and you're supposed to not like him. But then I didn't feel like it was a good connection like a good banter Mm -hmm. i didn't feel like these people like these people themselves knew each other a lot and you know maybe that it just kind of rubbed off because like when you have like um what's his name who played the original agent smith like his chemistry Mm -hmm. dynamic with the original cast was really well yeah and then with no patrick who essentially is kind of like an agent smith too 
Yeah. Uh, and then and brought like because he's like the ultimate villain in here. Uh, like he just comes off of like, yeah, like you said, like, yeah, he seems and I, like I, and too I, villainous. Yes, I guess you could yeah, say. <laughs> which, which doesn't fit in here very much. Yeah. These, the, the programs aren't villainous. They're just we're better and yeah. we're better and we don't have to have a sneaky coat in the dark. We are just we're better than you, obviously. You know, we talk down yeah. to you. Um, um, I really like. Yeah, I like that. I think the action scene. I think it's the one. I, I'm getting there, John. Don't worry. I'm getting there. He's pointing. He's, he's pointing to something <laughs> yeah, else yeah. That, that he knows that was a purple. The I'm getting. Cats. I'm you getting. There. Mentioned the cats. Deja vu cats. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Deja vu. She. I loved her. Um, but the action for actionists. I think it's the one. Uh, where they're jumping. Is it the first? There, there's running off of the building in the very well, beginning yeah, the and there's pro- running off of the building at the end. Yeah, right? the, 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 the analyst basically corrupts other programs yeah. in the, towards the ending. Yeah. The, so, sw- the swap. The swarm. swarm. The swarm. Yes, the swarm. Yeah. I think the Remind one... Remind me yeah. of that Fast and the Furious movie, by the way. Oh, instead of but cars. Instead of cars. It's people. Oh, <laughs> yeah, God. people, yeah. Falling out of buildings. Boom, boom, boom. Um, but the biggest pro for me was... Um, was bugs i i think she's on she's in other stuff right jessica she's, henwick is yeah she i yeah, first she's, known of her she's a uh, she's yeah yeah she was like, I, this is my first she stands I think. out yeah yeah. Uh, yeah among everyone yeah because she like in iron fist she like actually trained in that show to like fight and i, oh. I think this carries on to the matrix yeah. like she oh knew that yeah. and then like in game of thrones they underused her but she had like a presence there yeah. too yeah yeah, yeah she's yeah. one of the the daughters yeah, she um, is. The yeah, sad yeah. daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They did not use her at all. No, yeah, no, they no, don't yeah. use her. <laughs> yeah, so I don't. Yeah, like one cool yeah. action scene, and that was it. <laughs> oh, poor thing. Uh, but this is my first uh, encounter with her. Um, she she left a very big impression on me. She is now officially my new girlfriend. Um, I couldn't remember her name throughout the whole thing. I kept calling her. What <laughs> no. I, what, Jessica what I, Ch- Chansty. Chansty. What's her name? Uh, uh, I know. I kept calling her some other name. It's Jessica Chansty. It doesn't matter no. though. Her name doesn't matter. It's oh. the fact that I know when I look at her that she that she will like take like she looks like she take care of me and like love me and stuff. And <laughs> I appreciate that. I love that. I love her hair. She's so cute. Everything about that. That that's the biggest pro for me is that I got a new girlfriend out of this. Um, yeah, that's about all my pros. Thank you. <laughs> how about you john what's your uh, pros agreeing with you guys with the chemistry with keanu and did you Carrie get a did Moss. you get a new boyfriend or girlfriend no <laughs> Sorry. Dang. too bad too bad so uh, yaya didn't do anything for you no no, no. no. I mean, he's, he's an attractive guy yeah he is yeah. but not his the, suits were kind of cool though <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. i mean everyone yeah, pointed yeah, out yeah. he does look like the joker in that poster but yeah <laughs> he does <laughs> Um, it has to tie in with Warner Bros. somehow. That's yeah, how yeah. they do yeah. it. Uh, I do really, really like when they come out of the Matrix and they show everything, like what's happening. Like, I miss that look. And IO. Yeah, yeah I. O., that was a cool scene. When they're yeah. out, when they like take, uh, you know, when Neo gets free and then he's still, you know, he's bald and everything. And it's weird to see uh, Keanu Reeves like that. Like, no mustache, no, no John no, Wick. No beard, no, no, no John Wick. Like, they literally, like, I'm assuming they shaved his head. It looks naturally shaved. Like if they, yeah, of if that's they makeup, that's really good makeup. Um, what's not really good makeup is uh, what's her name? Uh, I wonder if Jada they filmed Pinkett it reverse. Oh, like Jada's, they, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that Jada Pinkett Smith's makeup is really bad. Like it, I don't know why. I don't gross. know. It just very felt very like makeupy. Like it looked like makeup. Um, it, it reminded but, me of um, what's the dude in um, Prometheus. Uh, 
Oh, oh yes. yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you they're going names. to shoot a scene with him younger, so they have to put makeup on like, him. Like, weird latex. Like, yeah. But it was like somebody's, yeah. first, it was somebody's first time doing it. Just hire know. someone that kind of yeah. looks like older. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, older Jaden Pickett Smith. Yeah. Yep, yeah. And then, um, yeah, like I said, like the, when they're out of the Matrix, and you just see this, all this, this crew of people, you know, trying to be helping Neo and stuff. And like that, that, that brought me like fond memories of the first one. I like when they like introduce like Mouse and all the other characters. And I wish they like pay attention to them more a little bit, like flesh them out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and just seeing like Zion and all their like, I Our guess IO? technology. And, IO, you mean? Yeah, IO. Oh, yeah, it's IO and their technology and how like they're working with certain um, uh, robots. And that they actually explain that like in the Animatrix where they're like trying to uh, uh, change robots into be becoming good, and it shows here like oh they actually did it, like they actually all their hard work. I think doing that's that. a good message. Yes, you should yeah. work together. And then mm-hmm. like the whole themes of being binary with one another, like I mean they they literally say the game is called binary, or the game he's working on besides after the Matrix games is called binary. That, I guess that, I'm not sure. So like that that theme of that we have to be working together in this binary state is kind of cool. Like throughout the whole film, that's what. I really liked about it. I'm like catching it every when I did rewatch it, and then like the very ending, when like they show Trinity, and then how she is like to me the one, like she is the one more than Keanu. Without mm-hmm. Keanu, or without Keanu, she can't become that 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 bina- binary relationship A yin with and each yang other. Yep, yeah. Too. And then I just like that the aspect of it, and how like I like joel said like i would watch that i would watch if they even do like another animatrix with their story trying to oh yeah uh, they could do that huh just yeah. do animation uh with the what, what what's that uh mtv tv show neon flux animation oh neon, the, oh. Oh, neon flux yeah <laughs> with them too uh and then uh but like just seeing that relationship and then that binary part i was like really like watching the second time i really like caught that like i just like that do you just like love is that what it oh is? You well like yeah well, <laughs> oh, he just likes love. um and then yeah just like just those are stuff like the aspects i like there's some like stuff i don't like <laughs> uh we'll get into it <laughs> um i think for me i think audrey mentioned i really love jessica henwick um is she your I don't girlfriend know. too no, I still, I still, I still love Tessa Thompson in my, in my. Mm, <laughs> so, well, uh, I mean, you I, I than, agree with you. you yeah, at least they, unless they do something together, that'd be a, a really cool film. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> uh, I kind of like the con- uh, not kind. I actually enjoyed the concept of portals in this movie, like how they could just open a door. Oh yes, yeah, the mirrors. Yeah, like it's yeah, a mirror. the mirrors and yeah. everything. I, I like those concepts. I think that's those, yeah, those that's are cool. really cool to see because you know it's it's now the- twenty. 22 in, so, in, yeah. in the so, film do they say oh wait we can't go in through a phone they said i like, can't remember they that. said something offhand i didn't catch it i have to rewatch it again the third time okay yeah, third third time. Time. Yeah. Third time. Uh, but they did mention about pay phones like why did they, they? Okay. Yeah, yeah. instead they use mirrors instead and then i think in the first half of the film i think i was on board about everything until <laughs> it was too much exposition <laughs> then yeah. i'm like i don't understand what's going on right now like can you just tell us that they just need each other and that's how you could like you know yeah. make the matrix survive or whatever like i know it's like a rehash of the first film but i felt like it's this film is feels that like the problem? three films is that the problem they're, they're telling us 
there it's like for like our our kids generation where like we're assuming you haven't seen the other stuff so we have to tell you everything that has happened and that took, That's usually and how, that like, took 30 these, minutes yeah at least these legacy sequels are like that where oh. they just rehash old concepts <laughs> but I, I think this was trying to play on that marin, meta meta narrative yes. with showing you the clips from there and not yeah. just talking about it yeah and mm. i think well, because I was thinking of the David Simon thing where, like, The Wire only used one flashback because HBO required yes. him to do it. Wait, and, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the first episode of The Wire, they have a courtroom scene and they cut back to a flashback. And David Simon was like, I didn't want to do it, but they required me to do it. And then they never did it again. Uh-huh. And that's what those felt like where, hey, remember Agent Smith? Boom, here it is. Hey, it, it felt very over the top. Yeah. Not over the top. It felt very just we're gonna make sure you know who these people are so we don't have to like try to write better scenes. Like these are all uh, notes. These are all notes from the studio and they're like, fine, yeah. you want it here, here we go, you know, sort of thing. But I will say to its credit, it does work when they talk like when they bring me Neo into that when they he meets Morpheus and all of them in that room and then he goes through the mirror and meets a. Uh, he sees Neil That's Patrick. That's a cool hit. scene. That yeah. is a, I think it works there. Yeah. It does not work anywhere else. Like having it projecting through that wall. Yeah. And then you see that it was like, because I think that's where that meta part comes together really well. It's like, okay, this is, you know, this is the video game that they're showing. But it's like for us, that's the movie that we watch. So I think that one worked well. But the interconnecting or intercutting it throughout the movie. Yeah, I see. Like, yeah, it, like we know what it is. Like if, if fans who didn't know what it was, they should just watch the original movie because yeah. I, I don't think any of this would make sense. I mean, uh, honestly, if you never watched the original movie, you'll be really confused about who is this Trinity a good standalone is. movie? Is it is that the I problem? Is that it's so. not no. a good standalone yeah, movie? That's not. what makes it oh. not a good movie in the most part because it's not a good standalone movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. That explains some feelings that I think we're all having. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, ultimately, what it goes down to is it, it has the same uh, goal as Austin Powers in his movies. What? He's his just trying to get back? his mojo. Oh, yeah. He's that's to get all, his mojo, that's all, yeah. That's all it but was. But he never was... got it back, though. It's not like the thing in the very ending. Well, he, he realized he had it all along. Well, no, but he never, he can't fly. Like, he, he's. Because he didn't believe in himself. Yeah. Um, at Screen Crush said, and I hate that I'm quoting them. <laughs> um, that they like so in the first Matrix, he's the anomaly. So yeah. if he's the anomaly, yeah. he can do whatever he wants. Mm. So in this one, um, Trinity is the anomaly that she can fly, that she has these things. It, it's that the built this version of the Matrix is built on Neo. Yeah. So Neo does he has powers or whatever, but he only his powers have been dampered because it's been used to build this. So if she's the next iteration or a split off of the one, she has the one's powers. And I was like, all right, cool. I can buy that. I wish they had told us that, that I, I wish I didn't have to get it from a screen screen crush, which I'm getting <laughs> yeah. a lot of flack for, but I shouldn't have to go to a secondary source to get this important information yeah yeah unless it's going to be the animatrix too and then no, no. oh yeah I'm, I'm down for that yeah, I, yeah. I love that movie <laughs> um 
I felt like them not utilizing the whole 360, not never utilizing the 360 camera was weird to me because that's, they, they, famous... they, that's a meta commentary. They say that, yeah. like, oh, they did. I did not catch well, that. No, at all. Well, no, I mean, they're saying like this. This is stuff that you guys like, the bullet time oh, and stuff okay. like that. And then, oh it, yeah, they do say bullet time a lot, but yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, but it's like for us. That is like a cool thing, but what else is there for the matrix? Like, do we get the themes? Do we, or, or is the matrix just literally the fashion, the special effects? Well, that's why you got the shield stuff, right? That was new. His yeah, little yeah. shield. Well, powers. he doesn't even use guns in this one too. There's like a commentary for them not Neil not using guns anymore. It's uh, all like protecting the people they I, love. You can watch that on John Wick. That's why <laughs> I would oh, say yeah. I thought that was a commentary on that. Was it uh, Columbine? Yes, that, yeah, that yeah, whole yeah. thing was them oh. dealing with their legacy yep. and exactly, all the yeah. shootings that, like, you know, did they? I don't, I don't even know if, if the Columbine shooters, and I don't want to give them any more time, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. said that they were inspired by the Matrix. But I remember that being the narrative when that happened from the news, and, from the news or something. And I also like there no being no three sixty. That that was the thing that if you were doing a Matrix parody, like, it, it wasn't even in Shrek. Yeah. yeah, everybody was doing a 360. So it not being here felt like it was necessary. Yep. That I was like, I got that. Like, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that actually, yeah, actually makes sense because I feel like this movie is more grounded to its um, effects. I guess you mm-hmm. could say, the, other than like they don't, the only I think that's not even a new effect is when Neil Patrick Harris does the slow motion. They do this like one car wide slow effect oh. uh, when he walks up and everything. I don't know if you watch like old like one car wide films. He does like a similar effect like slow motion. Like they yeah, cut, um, they cut I, frames. Yeah, I just didn't think in a conversation about the Matrix we'd be talking. we talk about one car wide. It's like, like the first thing. Love. Yes, it's the first thing that I like when Neil Patrick Harris was like slowing down. Oh, that's like a. Like that's how Wong Kar Wai like cuts his slow motion effects. Like he takes away frames in the film. Um, but yeah, that's I don't know if that's what Lana had like a uh, uh, in her mind if she was directing this or not. That's like the only thing that was new that wasn't in the previous films. I think they uh, that they created in this film. Um, I don't like how Neon says I still know kung fu even after fighting Morpheus. Morphe- Mor- uh, like the first time in the movie, mm-hmm. oh, he says he it says later it on. When, he says yeah. it when he was fighting with Smith, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is this seems like this line was thrown in the, in this fight scene when he could have just said it in the beginning. And it sounds went, like this bad editing. Yeah. That's that's the part <laughs> yeah. I don't like about the film. It's like you can catch little things that they felt like it was necessary just to put in the film. It's like, it, oh yeah, <laughs> I guess it feels like a studio note. That's yep, what yeah, it's yeah, like. Yeah. He's got to get that catchphrase in there. It's weird, and yeah. the whole thing feels like. Lana saying like, yeah, we know the studio notes, so I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> like, it so, just yeah. feels like it's they're they're it's like Lana's openly arguing with WB, but WB is like okay with it because they're like, oh yeah, I get it. It's being meta. Like we, uh, there's certain things we need to add, but then we you can make your movie. It's a binary relationship. Yeah, binary <laughs> no, no. I would say if we're if we're going into the cons, John just hit what I wanted okay, to yeah, yeah, explain yeah. yours. Yeah. Um, that whole thing of like, all right, I don't want to, like, I'm just going to give you every note if you want it. Hey, if you want them in leather, cool, we're going to put them in leather. You want all, like, if the, if Warner Brothers gave them a list, 
Lana Gate put them all in there. And I think that's the problem where it's like, yeah, yeah but that, you just put it in there to mark it off a checklist mm-hmm. and they're cool. You're cool. And it doesn't work. Like it, it's fundamentally, they spend way too much time on the meta stuff and then spend the next hour, 30 minutes giving you what could have been a whole movie of yep. back stuff. Like, this is the franchise. I know like Star Wars was doing it before where they have like an extended universe. This one to me is what created extended universe is a game. There's a, a comic straight book. To DVD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All this sort of stuff you had to read. If you didn't do it, you didn't know who Jada Pickett Smith was when she showed up or you didn't know how important she was. If you weren't playing the game or like and, of why Morpheus is dead. <laughs> yeah. Like why, why Morpheus is dead and all this that I'm like, Part of me was wanting to go, nah, this this stuff about IO, I don't need his backstory. You need to throw that in on the video game and I will watch it in a YouTube video three years later. Like exactly. yeah. that there was just too much of trying to fulfill everyone's needs and ultimately it, it comes flat. And I just want to get that out. Um I think when we were discussing on Twitter. Do you want to bring up the Will Smith reference? What yeah. Yes, I know yeah. Will Smith was going to be Neo, but is there something else to it besides that? Okay, so he made this video, like, when, I guess, like, a few years after the movie had come out, people have found out that he was, like, their first choice. Mm-hmm. And then when Will Smith became, like, Will Smith on Twitter, uh, I'm not Twitter, on YouTube. YouTube. Social media, <laughs> I guess. Social media like, Will Smith, yeah. Yeah, he goes, um, yeah, I'm officially uh, going to talk about why I passed. And I, I was very intrigued to figure out why he passed. And he was just like, the Wachowskis came in and they sold me. They were like, we got these cameras and we got bullet time and you're going to jump up in the air. And I was like, yeah, that's a terrible pitch. And seeing what the movie is and what you sold Will Smith. I'm like, nah, that's a terrible idea. Like, that's not telling me anything if I'm Will Smith and you're Will Smith. So everyone's sending you scripts all the time or whatever. At least that's what I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, this is after like the bad boys and the yeah, Wild Wild West. movies. Yeah. Yeah. And he even talks about like, I was going to pass on men in black, but then Spielberg called me and was like, no, I'm going to, you just follow my lead. And I mean, men in black made a bunch of money that I understand what they pitched him was not good that it seemed like they were focused on, look at this technology and not the story. So all the meta stuff feels like when that's all going down, in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, this is, I understand now completely that the like Lana or even her sister, they are two people who get focused on one thing and they don't see, they're so narrow focused. Like, I don't wanna make this movie. If I am gonna make this movie, if they're if Warner Brothers is gonna make it, I want them to make it with me and not without me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I yeah. need you to know that I didn't I came into this kicking and screaming when you have this whole other lore and backstory that you can make two hours. And I was just like, Yeah, I have a feeling as a creative person, like you just focus on that. And that's like that's what I was like watching this, and I'm kind of feeling like I'm going in a circle here, but I, I was like, yeah, it's the Will Smith video that you are so just like, I don't want to do here. I don't want to be here. Or if I am going to be here, I'm going to point out why I don't want to be here. And you're just going to drag down the rest of the project that I would pass on this if, you know, it was given to me and it's the Matrix 4. Who Who's going to say no to the Matrix 4 
in a non-pandemic world like before this was yeah yeah before things happened so i'm just like yeah some of the most creative people can just get bogged down in whatever narrative or situation and i was like this is a prime example of it because i mean even i think at some point one of the characters mentions that they had done their own original stuff and i went so jupiter ascending or, or Cloud Atlas, yeah. or all these other things, and that no one bought it. That like the public rejected the ideas of them, even though I know like twenty people that love Jupiter, Jupiter Ascending, and I think it's it's a bad film. Um, <laughs> I, I know about it. I've never seen it though. Eddie Redmayne's acting. He won an Oscar, and then that was the next thing that came out. And I'm like, can y'all take his Oscar back? Oh, a lot of <laughs> a lot of actors are like that, where they win an Oscar for like this prestigious film, and their next film is like a really awful. I think uh, Halle Berry comes to mind. Yeah, know. it's yeah. the whole Monsters Ball, then Catwoman came out, or something like that. Yeah, I think that's it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I yeah, I, I think so. Like, I think there were. I, I think we're always saying it throughout this pod episode that. Uh, yeah, the ideas ideas are there, but they're not fleshed out as well as we want it to be. And I think, if anything, we take away is that how ambitious uh, Lana and her sister are with when it comes to like these type of movies. I think that's I respect that. Like, uh, I think there's no other films like this, or even like Cloud Atlas. At least they're making those films. But I wish they, I wish the stories were just a little bit better. I guess you could say. <laughs> Um, so they could make more and more films. Uh, I, I love like they're taking risks, but we just hopefully next time they. I know that she has a couple of other writers on this film. They're all from like, like Sense Eight. When I'm like, yes, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like I'm actually one of. I never watched Sense Eight, so I want to watch those uh, that show just to get an idea what I feel like. That's a more a platform that they could express their ideas more because. You know, you're given amount of episodes and time now mm. and characters. So I feel like that's probably the best for them. I know they canceled it no, on Netflix uh, like they've a couple got, of years ago. Yeah, they got two seasons in a movie. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I, I mean that's like maybe it isn't coming from like years of network TV to like yeah. now streaming. That's a lot. Yeah, like, that's a lot. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna watch that and see how uh, at least what they were expressing at the time with uh, with their ideas and whatnot um audrey or john do you want to express anything else before um i have it's not really a con but it's more of a comment um so coming into this i know you know i know about the lana's uh journey as a trans person and then how people always talk about how the original films were like that, how this one is also, I guess, maybe an extension of it. I'm not really sure. But I took it more as... Um, the ending? The ending, but it more of a, as um, um, a female's experience or woman's experience in a very male-dominated world and being able to not get lost in all that and to find the strength in yourself. Like I kind of relate to the part where now and like before she was she was young and she was all out. She was with her boyfriend and having fun and then she gets married and then she gets um a bunch of kids and so then traditional it's literally yeah. like two point you know the two point five kids they have or yeah, something like exactly. that. Exactly. You know, she's uh now all of that defines her. And is that truly something, you know, but she still has a little bit of her youth or her her personal, her true side of like the motorcycle bit. Like she still does that part. But then having, you know, when the part where I think um 
uh, Neil Patrick Harris and Neil do that bet where like if Trinity decides to come with me then we'll go and the way that he tries to pull her back is with the children mm-hmm. you know saying yeah. so as a mother like you know you have to, even though I really want something else this is something that I believe is me I still have the responsibility to, to do to to you know to go back or go forward you know where where what's more important to me um of course it's a little bit different because she's realizing that that's not real i guess so you know she's able to break that part but then at the end where she realizes that you know not 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 that the power was in her all along where she's flying and he's not you know not that literally but more towards the end where they they all come in or you know they blast through the door or the wall yeah and you know she's talking to him and he uh neil patrick is like can't you control her your woman and stuff like that and then you know she becomes more aggressive and um neil was literally in the back just relaxing petting the cat like you yeah. know just like letting her do her thing he realizes like, i don't control you yeah he realizes you know she has her own autonomy and her own strength and um agency and yeah, whatnot. yeah yeah and yeah. i kind of like that that little bit of the story um I mean, you kind of see it. Like, I wish I would have saw more of the struggle that she that she had. But I kind of like that she was able to come into her own. So that can kind of be a portion, like for me as a as a cis woman, and and her as uh, or Lana as you know a trans woman. You know, being able to come up and be confident and say, no, this is what I am. You know, no matter what you what, no matter what was written for me in the Matrix or written for me. You know in the world in birth wise or whatever this is what i am and this is where i find my strength and it is okay to be what i am sort of thing so that's kind of i like i enjoyed that part of it um and maybe if that was the whole story and not the meta part would probably been a little bit better but that's just something i just wanted to say was that was i i enjoyed that part like that's where i connected to it because i know there were a lot of um sub stories or sub things that people were either placing on this film or if it was really there or not. I mean, I'm also placing this on this film too. I don't know if this is truly the the message, but that's how that's what I take from it, sort mm-hmm. of thing. How about you, John? Uh, nothing really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you I think yeah, Audrey, yeah. Audrey expressed it really well. Yeah, Audrey expressed uh-huh. her. The, I mean, yeah, everything I have to say, I said. I, I do said, like one little concept they did uh, to mention um, when they have, you know, like when they're out of the mate or when someone's communicating with someone in the matrix they always have the computer guy i don't know if you call that person <laughs> computer uh, guy yeah yeah but in this one they actually show him in like this form and i kind of like that instead of them like cutting back and forth to Bugs him is like the only one that sees him i think i so. i believe so like the yeah. program is like better now to the point where they can input people like that but they don't have to like keep shooting you know cutting in and out of the person talking and whatnot. But that's weird, though. When they bring programs into the real world, they're still, like, really digitalness. Well, it's not that weird, like, nanotech they do. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Nanotechnology. Yeah. Always in, always it's advancing is. in the Matrix, too. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. also surprised that this thing takes place 60 years in the future. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> I thought it would be 20 years or something like that. Like, the... The, the truth was happening 60 years ago, not 20 years, like I, oh. I was assuming. Yeah. yeah, in our real time. Yep, yeah. All right, I got a quick question that just popped in my head when Andre was talking. Would this film be better if Trinity was the lead? I was, I was going to say that, too, because I feel like if it was reversed, I, well, I, I think because we all love, like, Carrie Ann Moss, I think it would be a little bit better. I think uh, so, too. You, they, you, I, I think, Her yeah. perspective. I think... Like, yeah. Go on. No, no, no. Go I, I was gonna say that I think Lana wanted to sub- subvert it now that she's probably 
out as a trans woman and how there's a lot more positive femaleness out in the yeah. world but i maybe the studio said you can't do that you can't just switch it on, 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 on people well, yeah. no, well no not that <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like you can't just like switch it on people they're not nobody 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 will watch that film so you have to spend all this time explaining why oh he's not good no more he's he's out of it and now she's okay so like if they wanted to do more films you now she can do it but whether or not this film was received well will they have extra or not extra films but additional films sort of thing like that yeah like it would be interesting to see her character in that um in her uh, matrix life and a little bit more yeah. and then then like keanu finds her or whatever like whatever they're gonna try to do with that i don't know how they're gonna do it or someone or you know jessica Han henwick character or uh, bugs finds her or something mm -hmm. like something in that point. i mean there's and, literally like a heist scene of getting her out of the matrix and it would be yeah. cool use my brain if, yeah if we can see like not the point of view of them, but like how Trinity and whatnot. Like I, I see what you guys are saying, where it would be yeah. cooler to see mm -hmm. that. Um, I think that's it. Uh, I think that's our discussion of the Matrix Resurrection. I think we all sort of uh, recommended, but not really. I think if anything, just you could turn it on and listen to Keanu Reeves and Carrie Moss, mm -hmm. uh, Carrie Ann Moss, like uh, talk. I really do wish there was like a movie. It doesn't even have to be in the Matrix world where they just talk and like no. uh, talk, like <laughs> interview each other. I would watch a documentary like them two interviewing each other. Oh in their, yeah. Uh, Did you see the the clip where they someone interviews them about NFTs and oh. she just has that look of like, why are you wasting my time? And, uh, <laughs> Keanu Reeves like laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched. I I, saw, I think I saw past it, but I didn't click on anything because I think someone mentioned. Uh, there's like it's like where is that from like the Hollywood Reporter where they, where they did an interview or one of them like Vogue or whatever probably, they yeah. did like a sit down interview uh, I'll probably seek that out too I, I just really love those two actors too uh, their, their chemistry in and out of the film is like one of the more like magical <laughs> presents, I guess you, you love love too world. huh yeah yeah um, I mean Keanu Reeves is a no okay don't sleep on the lake house that that man can do. Uh, Kim, that. I never watched the Lake House. It's too. a good uh, movie. Is that, a good is, movie. Is that yeah. with the letter in the yeah, box? Yeah, 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 yeah it's the, yeah. the Time Vortex uh, mailbox. Mm. Yeah, it's taken yeah, I, from um, what's that author? J Japanese author's name. It has the same concept as oh. that. Um, is it a Nicholas Sparks book? It looks like no, it. no, 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 it's a. I think it's a remake of a Korean drama or a Japanese. Oh, drama. Really? It's yeah. it's a remake of a Korean movie, but the original novel is from a, a famous Japanese author. Oh, okay. I cannot speak. It escapes my mind now. That's cool. Uh, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> it's, um, but yeah, that's our thoughts about the Matrix Resurrection. Before we leave, Joel, where can they find you online? Uh, you can find me on my hasn't been updated website, million dollar underwear zine.com. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, John and Audrey, where can they find you too? Uh, you can find us on datenightplays.com and also check out Kill Them All. We we're watching a Nightmare on Elm Street franchise and other stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, check that out if you like uh, to learn more about Freddy Krueger. Mm -hmm. Mr. Krueger. <laughs> Mr. Krueger. It's. I would highly recommend if you're a horror fan, uh, it's one of those deep dives into a franchise. And there's things I didn't know, like why is he having a one glove? Uh, 
and you know wearing a one glove because you can't glove. you need you need one open to wipe <laughs> yeah obviously <Duh>. basically yeah <laughs> I'm and dumb. just like the concept <laughs> of freddy krueger and how uh one cool thing is that he wasn't even called freddy krueger in the first film Oh, well, it's called right. Fred Krueger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's trying to sell it, John. Let him sell oh. it. Yeah, I'm trying to sell it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if, we're, if we're trying to sell it, I'm not even a horror fan, and I was pleasantly surprised on how good the the uh, the episodes that it premiered have been. And I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of the series. And I hate horror movies, so <laughs> thank, well, you. thank you. That's really nice. That, that's a that's a big plus if I can put it over. <laughs> yeah, John. John puts a lot of work and time into this, so I, I, it's really nice that you guys like it. Um, you can find me on Benjamin Abaya at Instagram and Twitter. And I uh, am going to be more on Letterboxd, apparently, because I've Letterboxd? had that account for... It's the like a... Movie uh, yeah, site, I would say. Like, uh, to archive like the films you watch. Yeah. But it's a movie re- review site. Oh. Most importantly. But it's, you can find me on there on Benjamin Abaya. I've had that account for many years, but never utilized I know, it. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I, I follow you it. on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah see, I don't think I'm going to use it now. Uh, I have my short one-sentence review of Don't Look Up if you want to read that. Really? So what's yes. your short uh, review? I don't want to... You have to, you have to uh, <laughs> seek it out. Why yeah. wouldn't I tell it here? Go seek, go seek. Um, but yeah, you can find all of us on the freaking awesome.com that will link us to our Patreon at the patreon.com, the freaking awesome. You can become a patron for no less than a dollar if you want to listen to our episodes earlier. Uh, this will off will help us offset the cost of running our website and the podcast and get us give you guys uh, bonus uh new episodes in the future. Um also, please subscribe, rate, and leave a comment on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TFA Now. Uh, also, follow us on Facebook at uh, The Freaking Awesome. Uh, you can also contact us at contacts at thefreakingawesome.com. Once again, I just want to say thank you to everyone that's been listening and becoming patrons. Uh, thank you, CSA Chow, for being, uh, being a producer and John for editing the podcast. Uh, thank you, Joel, for being a guest today. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you for everyone again for the, the listening and for the upcoming new year. I'm Benjamin Abaya. I'm John Abaya. I'm Audrey Abaya. I'm Joel Barber. And this has been the Freaking Awesome Podcast. Thank you.